Father, as we have already sung today, we are here to worship, we are here to bow down, we are here to say that you are our God, to say again that you are lovely, you are worthy, you are wonderful. We pray today that as we look at radical faith, some of the things that we can learn about it, that our faith will grow, that we will become even more rooted and stronger in our faith. We pray it in your son's precious name. Amen. Last week as we began this new series, I said that what the world needs is not fanatical believers, but radical believers. And the reason I made that differentiation is because a lot of people think radical means fanatical. It does not. In fact, the word radical uh, comes from a Latin word, radicalis, which is the title of our message series. And radicalis means from the roots. In fact, on the front of your worship folder, you have a picture of a tree. The roots go down, and you see radicalis, a life rooted in God's love. So when I say that we need uh, radical believers, I mean that we need people who have spiritual roots. And I, I say that because there are a lot of people today who have absolutely no depth whatsoever. They have no roots, and so they're blown away like tumbleweeds when those rogue summer winds come along. I want to go back just briefly to the text we used last week, which is Colossians 2, verse 7. It said, keep your roots deep in him, build your lives on him, and become stronger in your faith as you are taught. Now, Paul, when he was talking to the Colossian Christians, even as he talks to us today, is saying, I want you to have spiritual roots. And last week, we talked about the root of radical gratitude. And if you were paying attention last week, radical gratitude, you remember, in everything, give thanks. Not for everything, but in everything, give thanks. A little crummy weather today? We're going to grumble and complain? No. In everything, we can give thanks. You know, a day like today, a little messy weather, every time it rains, every time it snows, I remember God's word where it says, as the rains and the snow come down and water the earth, so is my word that comes down. It does not return empty to me. So in everything, give thanks. And by the way, if you missed that first message, you need to go listen to it. You can do that. Go to our website, find audio messages, or if you want a copy of it, contact me. But you really need it because it's kind of a foundation message for this series. But today I want to talk about a second root, and the root is radical faith. And if you really want to understand how to have faith, you've got to go back to Hebrews chapter 11, more of what Dennis read to you today. Now, many of you know 1 Corinthians 13 is the love chapter. Love is patient, love is kind. You normally hear that at a wedding. Hebrews 11 is the faith chapter. This is God's hall of fame. And in God's hall of fame, he lists ten heroes of faith. Now, we're not going to go through all ten today. We're going to look at seven of them, though, because I think they give us great examples of what it means to have radical faith. In fact, if you've got your Bibles, if you've got a Bible, you can go to Hebrews 11, because I'm going to kind of jump around. Uh, but in your outline, there's an outline, too, on what, about page uh, 7 or so, page 11 of your worship folder. But verse 6, this is something that Dennis read to us before. 
It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, I cannot today begin to overemphasize the importance of faith or the importance of radical faith in your life. I mean, you can read your Bibles, you read all kinds of passages like that. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You can go elsewhere, it says, whatever is not of faith is sin. Or it says, according to your faith, it will be done to you. Or the just shall live by faith. See, living by faith is not some namby-pamby side issue. You can't please God except by faith. It's not by working hard. It's not by trying hard. It's not by being your best. Being perfect, none of those ways work. The only way you can bring pleasure to God is by loving him and trusting him, and that takes faith. And we're going to talk about radical faith. Now, the question is, what is radical faith? I'm going to give you seven different things. Here's the very first one. Radical faith believes even when I don't see it. Think about that one for a moment. It's believing even when I don't see it. Back to verse 1, chapter 11. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we, what, do not see. If you will, faith visualizes the future in the present. It sees kind of in advance. Now, you and I live in a world where we don't practice that. In fact, most often, what do we say? I'll believe it when I see it. God, on the other hand, says... There are some things you have to believe in order to see. Let me give you a couple examples. Architects, for example. An architect has to believe that the building can exist before it's built. He kind of sees that out in front of him. Athletes often see themselves mentally crossing the finish line or the goal line or making the free throw. I was thinking about this when I wrote the message. You know, I spent you know, nearly 20 years coaching high school and some college basketball and I used to always challenge my players at the end of practice. Imagine you get a bunch of juniors and seniors and say, I can outshoot you free throws. I'll even have my eyes closed today. And we'll have a little contest. Who can make the most free throws? Best out of ten. If you win, you don't run at the end of practice. If I win, you'll run a lot. Who wants the challenge? And I said, I'll even shoot them with my eyes closed. Now, guess what? When I was doing this regularly, I could probably make 7 to 8 out of 10 with my eyes closed. Now, how do you do that? Well, I always say it's form, follow-through, and confidence, which is another way of saying what? Having faith. You get here, you say, I can picture these babies going right in. I can see them, and I believe they're going in. Just rebound. Give me the ball. Here you go. I mean, athletes do that all the time. Artists, you're an artist. I mean, artists sometimes, they see the picture... Or they see the sculpture way before a brush ever hits the canvas or before a chisel hits the stump. Radical faith believes before it sees, before it ever happens. Do you all believe in heaven? I do. Haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I believe it's there. I believe in advance. It trusts God to make that vision reality. Here's the second thing. Radical faith is obeying even when I don't understand it. Now, if you've got your Bibles, go down to verse 7 here. It, it talks about by faith that Noah built an ark to save his family from the flood. 
He obeyed God who warned him about something that had never happened before. Now, let me ask this a good trivia question. What had never happened before? What? Well, it's more than the flood. It had never rained before. Now, some of y'all get freaked when we get a little sleet and snow. But I want you to back up the days of Noah. They had never seen it rain. I mean, it said the, the heavens opened up and the rain came down. The fountains of the deep burst forth. They were living in the desert on top of it. Now, picture yourself as Noah. God comes to you one day and says, oh, by the way, Noah, I'm going to destroy this entire world and save it with a flood. And you go, what's a flood? Yeah, and he said, oh, by the way, I want you to build a big ark. And you'd probably say, like, you know, Bill Cosby in that old comedy routine, what's an ark? And by the way, I want you to build it here in the desert. <laughs> you go, yeah, sure. Now, would you believe that? Noah did. I'm glad he did. We're here today because of it. But he believed God even when he didn't understand it. Then you can go down to verse 8 and you got Abraham. Of Abraham, it says, it was faith that made Abraham obey when God called him to go out to a country that God had promised him. He left his own country without knowing where he was going. Isn't that interesting? Hey, Abe, I'm going to make you the father.